What's up everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Anton on One podcast. So today it's another Anton on One with himself, with me, Anton on One with himself, number two. So it's been a while since I came out with, a, with my last episode. I kind of took a Christmas break. So, uh, But yeah, I'm back. Right before the year ends, I really feel like it's it's important to have that one session to be able to look back at everything you've done, especially with the year ending. You know, what I think with New Year's, the whole concept of a new year, it's very... It's artificial, eh? Like, if you think about it, humans are just the one that that, that sort of put these timestamps uh, that, okay, this is the end of a year. Next year, supposedly, something else is going to happen. Something new is going to happen. But it's really just another day. Like, you're really just living your life. You're, just still, you're still moving on, you know, with time. But I think that it's very practical because it's an opportunity for you to look back, to see what you did wrong, what you did right, to see what lessons you picked up. Because while you're going through it and you learn these lessons, and this happened to me, I'll be going through a couple of past episodes I had. I learned these lessons and I'm like, wow, okay, this is so good. It's going to change my life. I'm going to live a better life. And then eventually you kind of forget it. Unless you have that opportunity to do a look back and sort of reassess. Assess what you've been through. So that you can improve yourself moving forward. I feel like everybody naman shares this desire that I have as well to always become a better version of yourself. Always, you know, how can you live life better? And um, so for this episode, I'm just going to be sharing a bunch of realizations I had. 2020 was really the year of epiphanies. Um, I learned the word epiphany, by the way, from the movie The Simpsons, if anybody... Learned it the same way. I just want to share. Epiphany is such a weird word. Eh? But then I remember Homer talking about epiphany. So it's like if you have like a realization or you, you learn something big. I had a lot of those. And I really want to thank the people that I got to talk to um, during this pandemic. I have a... Although the sad thing, obviously with the pandemic, is that you don't get to see all your friends. I still got to communicate and talk with a few people, a few important people in my life. And I feel like this was, this is the first, this is the first lesson I have that it's really the quality of the relationships you have, not that much the quantity. I was looking at my Facebook and it's so crazy. I have over 2,000 friends on Facebook. Like it's great to know that, oh wow, Anton, you actually know 2,000 people. Like 2,000 people can actually spot you in a crowd and be like, oh, I know that dude, Anton Fausto. But how many of these people have you actually really talked to and got to know? Like there are so many people that I know and I've and there they are people that if I see them in public, kung magkati, kung kami, that's the only time I'm gonna say hi. There are so many of those. Eh? But we have this, especially as Filipinos, we have this invisible barrier or this wall na parang we're only gonna talk to someone if we need to, if there's an excuse. Like, oh, we're in the same class, kasi. we're in the same physical space. But now that we are all in our own homes, we we don't really share physical spaces anymore. Um, we end up not talking to anyone at all. Because you we would wait for those opportunities that, oh, it's because we're in the same place. Kaya we're gonna talk. And that's the thing I'm thankful for with the whole with the way we communicate now and hang out and like talk to our friends or talk to people. 
it's become more of a norm now that you can just strike up a conversation with anyone online because that's the only way you're going to do it. There have been people that I just randomly talk to. I see something interesting in their Instagram story. Why not talk to them about it? You know, and it's it's not going to hurt. Eh? Like, it's only in your head. I think it's only in my head that this person's going to think I'm weird or judge me because why am I talking to them out of nowhere about something so random? This year, it leads me to my second my second lesson is that you really just do your own thing. If people are gonna judge you for what you do or think, if you're gonna go through the trouble of worrying, oh no, what are people gonna think of me because I'm doing this thing? That's gonna be, that's like a problem you're creating for yourself. If they do judge you, let's say there's um, I have this friend, not really close, but she's very annoyed. She's really into fitness like like if you if you mention her name people will ah the one who's fit and stuff because i was like you know this girl knows a lot about fitness and i've been always wanting to get better with my health and fitness journey so i did ask her for advice like how do you do it parang are are you focusing on having a really solid workout every time are you the type of person who have a lot of workouts but it's not so intense you know what actually i'm gonna say her name her name's erin and she was I think she's in flyweight, flyweight boxing, if I'm not mistaken. So thanks, Erin. We're not close. She was the table. She was my table mate's date in prom or ball, I think. One of those. Basa, so you, we have that one connection, but we don't actually talk. And she like gave me like a lengthy answer, you know, sharing with me how she does her fitness. And she actually gave me, sent me links of um these interviews, there, one was Joe Rogan, my hero. Uh, an interview that he had with this, you know, fitness expert saying that you don't, you shouldn't focus on getting your muscles sore. It's more important to have a lot of workouts, uh, frequent workouts, but not super intense so that you can keep working out. I've been making it a point to remove all, although I still have those. Um, I still get conscious na parang, mm, is it okay? Is it normal if I just talk to this person or if I talk about it or mention it? But then, if you don't do it, like if you don't take the opportunity to learn from another person, because all these, all the people that you encounter, they're all different universes, eh? and they have their own stories. They always have their new things to share with you, and you're not gonna like all of them. But even the opinions you don't like help you formulate your opinions and make them stronger. If you if you see this, you talk to this person, you see their way of life na mm, parang di ko trip yun. It strengthens your way of life and okay, I don't like that way because I like my way and I'm, I'm more confident with the way I'm doing my life. Things like that. Um, another thing related to that is that I realized that not seeing people, the hardest thing about the pandemic, obviously all the health stuff aside, um, I'm really grateful that we're, we're safe. Uh, but then diving deeper into it, I really hate the fact that you can't see friends anymore that much. Or you, you can't. Like, you have to... There are so much things. Like, I've seen people, but then it's really not the same. Uh, and that sucks. Like, I haven't gone to a party. You know, I miss the dancing. I miss the drinking with friends, the tawana, meeting new people, talking to, you know, random people. You don't have to make the effort to talk to them because they're in the same area. Nga. But... Not seeing those people actually helped in you, I think. I'll just talk about myself. Actually helped me with not comparing that much anymore. 
I had this conversation with my friend recently. I forgot whom, but I forgot who. I forgot whom. Not sure. Sorry, ma. Uh, the the difference between our generation and our parents' generation with the level of happiness that the this is the theory that our generation isn't that happy, isn't as happy as the older generation because we always compare ourselves and we know that com- um, comparison is the thief of happiness. You know, all we have all these sayings about how if you compare yourself. Um, that sort of well, yeah, besides wrong. If you compare yourself, hassle. Uh, but since you don't have these mini comparisons, because every time you're gonna have that small talk, I do miss small talk though. Every time you have these small talk, the the small talks with you know that blockmate of yours that you're not close to, or the girlfriend of your friend, what are you gonna talk about? Oh, what do you do, diba? Um, what's your job? Even if that's a very honest, innocent normal conversation having that on a regular basis is sort of like when you look at instagram and you're like oh my gosh this person got this achievement this person's having this vacation he's spending this much how did he afford this much you know we nabawasan yun eh you only talk to people that you really plan to talk to so nabawasan yung comparison aspect of our social interactions which I feel like is a good thing I I don't wanna talk about the negative things now of 2020 I don't wanna focus on Wow, it's so hassle. Oh my gosh, the government. Oh no, the pandemic. Um, not that we're in the end of the year. Wala na eh. Like, knock on wood. 2020 can't throw any more shit at us. Hopefully, there's still a few days. But, diba? Let's, let's try to... Let's not, not even try. Let us... Um, just like Yoda said, there's no try, only do. Is that what Yoda said? Anyway. Um, let's just look at the positive things. Let's see what we can pick up and bring on to the next year. Uh, so yeah, not seeing people help, the quality of relationships was more important. I really believe that this year, I connected to people more than I have in you know my past years. And also, I mean, I'm sure that's added. It's added because I'm a year older. My brain has you know formed more biologically. But then now, each time you see someone, whether it's I'm delivering bread or... Um, you know, you're outside. You 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 have to give something to someone, so you stay outside their house, both in masks, obviously, and you talk like all these social interactions you have. We really, really cher- cherish them. I really look forward to them, and I really, you know, like sinasarap ko talaga each conversation I can have with another human being that is that doesn't live in this house, diba? Um, so with that, I really feel like you know. The, the way we, we deal with each other, the way humans deal with each other, actually could have improved with this pandemic. Uh, so I'll be going through some. I, I chose five of my past episodes and a few lessons I learned from them. Very in line with this 2020 um, introspecting, introspective, looking forward. How can I make myself better? How can I achieve more success? All those type of stuff. Okay, so I'm going to start with the very first interview I had, the first episode I have had with Rain Matienzo. Rain Matienzo, Rain, congrats to you. I'm so proud of you. I said this in our in our episode. She got way bigger now. Uh, not, not physically. Um, With like all the endorsements she's had. She has a commercial. I saw a post. She has a commercial with Alex Gonzaga, I think. Like she's... She's a TikTok. She's an not more than just an influencer. Like she is already artista level, and I'm so happy for her. I'm so proud of her. And when we talked, it was just starting, pagang. And what I learned, 
just take her example of TikTok. Don't sleep on it. Like there are a lot of things I I slept on TikTok. There TikTok. There's a lot of things that you don't know actually could be your path to success. There are there are so many ways. It's proven already that there are so many ways to success. There's so many ways to fame. There's so many ways to achieve what you want to achieve. If what we want to achieve is success, there are many forms. I've I've talked about this, you know, for the past years in many interviews as someone who didn't take the corporate traditional path. I've always been trying to also prove to other people and also tell myself like it's okay Anton there are many paths to success so I would interview people with their different success stories but in this one with Rain it's it's not even a success it's like a succeeding story like she is in the process of attaining that success and I can really and we can all really see it um and if, and I feel like with her she was being herself so when, the lesson I got from that is that you don't what she did is she didn't I don't think she chased she doesn't she doesn't chase success she just focused on doing what she does being herself and that success will follow. People are going to notice you. Uh, it's hard eh? because if we wanna, if we want something, we have to aim for that something. If you want to be, if you want to have stronger muscles, you're gonna work out your muscle to get stronger. Like that's the thing. But with success, it's weird eh? You you shouldn't. I don't think you should directly chase success. Eh? You have to focus. Hey, once you're chasing success. Mawawala, yung parang what is it that you're good at? What is it that you uniquely can do? You're gonna look at oh what what are successful people doing now? How did that person reach success? Let me try that. You just gotta focus on yourself. Focus on your way. Ikangaba, you do you. Um next episode I'm gonna talk about Jose Marie Chan. This wow, this guy is amazing. Uh, we all know him as the one mm, although Kaka miss, no, this year I didn't really go to the mall so di ka siya na pakinggan uh, but with the interview I had with him I learned that there are so many things that are going to happen in life you know um, if you do get to have a lot of years there are a lot of things that happen in your life and he had so many experiences from being a 20 year old TV host that wasn't given a salary to managing, to helping his family business, the sugar business, and then even with martial law that they had to move to New York and do business there. Like that's a whole nother book. Like you can make like you can't you can't um summarize a person's story in like one book. Like he has so many things. Like his whole you know, being a working student, that's a whole nother story. The whole sugar business, that's a lot of stories. And then the Marshall Law one, moving to New York, having to talk to all these different countries. But then what do we know him for? We know him for his Christmas songs. But there's so much more, there's so much, there's so much to a person that we often just look at the surface, like what what is he known for? What do I know this person for? But there's actually so much more. And it, it gives me comfort because... Here we are, like always trying to chase success. You think that okay, once I'm forty, I'll be successful. Like there's when I look at my dad, my dad's the example I always go back to. Cause he's right here, and he's very successful. Um, I think oh oh my dad reached success, nah already now, deba or at least like about ten. When he's forty, he's good, and you can say yeah, Marvin Fossil is successful. But there are so many successes that you can have. Like you don't need to buy your own house and have a whole family before you can call yourself successful. 
I think that you can be successful every day as long as you're doing what you have to do. Like, for Jose Marichan to become... He has like three lifetimes worth of success. So that's a very... That's a different... Ex- no, but I, his story, for example... Again, if you go to his young years, I don't think he was thinking about like, mm, I want to you know, be famous for making all these songs. He was just focusing on doing his thing. Um, so yeah, that's with Hosea Marie Chan. I'm going to go to another one with Jana Mahusai. Congratulations, by the way. She is expecting her and Ed. Expecting. Congratulations. Very excited to see that baby um, beat all of us in dancing. Um, by the way, no, Jana and Ed... Imagine, Jana Mahusai, Ed Vicente, those who don't know Ed, they are like two of the top dancers you know, in the Philippines. They are very amazing, talented dancers, performers, choreographers. Imagine if your kid, their kid doesn't want to dance, no? Okay, so um, with Jana Mahusai, who I believe, from the people I know, is one of the most confident people I know. Um... I learned through her story that she wasn't born with that confidence. When we see these people with the X factor, when you see these people now, wow, sobrang galing, diba? Apparently, they're not born with it. Um, she wasn't born with that confidence that when you watch a video of her dancing, oozing, diba? She has that sex appeal, that confidence. That is something she developed and she chose to develop it. It's not something that she was just, you know, given to her. It's not like... Aaron from I'm watching Attack on Titan now. Oh my gosh, you gotta get on that. He was given the ability, diba, na inject siya, na inject siya to become Titan. So, Jana didn't get injected with confidence. She she developed that and she took the steps necessary to get there. So if there's something, whether it's not confidence, if it's you want to become a better speaker, you want to become a better host or a better you know musician or whatever, whatever that talent is, the best ones. They develop it. They they don't just they're not born with it. Although probably she was born she was you know, she had more natural talent. She was born with more natural talent when it came to dancing and stuff. Like the main chunk paren is still the decision and the effort and the time you put in developing those skills. I'm connected to this thing about Jana. It it helped me rely less on this belief of destiny. We think that, you know, a lot of movies and fairy tales um, and it's easier if you just wanna believe in destiny. Like, okay, I'm gonna be born. I always thought I was I was destined for greatness. Like, that's the way I was raised, which is correct. Like, of course you're gonna make your kid think he, think he's you know destined for greatness. But I don't think that that's something that's just given to everyone. Eh? Like, I honestly believe it was a wrong belief. Na parang yeah, because I'm Anton Fausto. I'm Antonio Manuel Fresh Fausto. I'm going to achieve. I'm going to be better. I'm going to be the best, diba? That's not the case. Like, you have to work for it. And it, it's not given to you. It's not something that, um, oh, because I'm the son of my parents, I'm going to be great. But yeah, that's what they said. That's how the world works. It's not. That's not how the world works. Although, I, I do admit, and I'm, I'm I'm thankful that I do, I was born, I'm, I keep saying this, I was born in privilege. Um, I get to eat. As much as I want. Uh, I, I I live with a family. We're healthy. We're safe. Diba? There aren't that much um, basic problems when it comes to the necessities. Diba? So that gives me an advantage. But it's still, just like with Jana and her confidence and becoming an amazing performer, it's still something I'll have to develop. Like people, I always, 
I still have that image that, yeah, when I'm 40, I'm going to be able to be balling and, and rich and stuff. But wow, it's so hard. Like, I'm working now. It's so hard to, like, you know, if you want to be really rich, you want to really be successful, it's going to take a lot. But yeah, I'm enjoying the process so far. And I'm still 24. So there's still not that much pressure. If I'm still at the same level of success when I'm 30, mm, then. Okay. Let's go to another episode. Um, two more episodes I'm going to talk about. One, this one. Okay, this has got to be like my favorite episode so far that I've done. It's with Father Johnny Go, and I've been hyping this up to a lot of people. And I really, wow, if you haven't had the opportunity or you didn't know I had an, an interview with Father Johnny Go, he's a Jesuit priest. Please, uh, if you have any concerns about faith, if you have any. Um, worries or you don't know do you believe in God should do, should you believe in God please watch that episode for yourself right? not even not asking you to do it so I get more views although that's that's a bonus please watch it for yourself some just some because there are it's a lot of wisdom in, it, in that episode um, one of them the first one is that there are many unanswerable questions that we face okay? uh, existential questions is there a God what's gonna happen to me when I die um, what is the meaning of life? All those stuff. They are questions that we are never going to answer. Like that is a known fact. There may we probably don't know much facts about like Jesus. But like was Adam a real person? Was Eve a real person? But the thing we can all agree and be sure of is that we aren't gonna answer these questions while we're alive. We're not gonna know what's gonna happen after life. We're not going to know if, you know, what was taught to us in grade school and CLE was true. You're not. But what that episode helped me realize, and it did give me more peace, is that we can control how we think about these things, the way we think about these questions that can't be answered. Because these questions, yes, they can't be answered, but that doesn't mean we're going to stop asking them. I talked about that. If I had the, you know... Um, sometimes I wish I could just shut it off those questions na I sometimes would, would be afraid like just thinking about it when my mind goes off and starts thinking about the existential stuff I wanna go I wanna I wanna stop it eh. but I think you're you have to accept I, I've accepted that I'm gonna live my life asking those questions even if I don't really want to I'm gonna keep asking those questions but the thing I learned going back to the episode is we can change. We can choose how we think about these questions. Um, we're not going to get a scientific answer, but then it, it helped me because he talked about how faith is not the same as knowledge. You think when I have a question, when I have, an, when I have a hypothesis, you need to look for the data evidence, then you get an answer. I thought that faith was that. Mm, I thought faith was like that. But I'm, mm, I'm not, I don't know if I can say I'm a faithful person because I don't really know for a fact, if Jesus is real and all those stuff. But no, it's not. Faith isn't the same as knowledge. It's the journey. It's it's the conscious act of believing. So it's more of like, ha, huh, it's more of like a ray. Okay, so my friend Miguel also had a great uh, episode with him. Miguel Domingo, we had this talk. When he was talking about time, let me use his analogy of time with my analogy of faith. He thinks that in the existence of everything, he doesn't think it's a straight line with a start and a finish. He thinks that time, existence, is all like a ray. Like it's just, it keeps moving forward. 
the the future hasn't been set it's it's about to happen everything is going to happen about to happen there's no end it's just a ray that keeps on going so i feel like it's the same with faith there's no end goal like you just keep on going and that's the thing because i would compare myself to this jesuit obviously father go has had a lot of years and experience when it comes to um strengthening his faith his spirituality labang siya sa akin pero pareho kami we're moving we're both walking. Although he has walked a greater distance than I have, we're both walking. We're both um, moving and trying to learn more about these existential questions that we have and all this stuff about life. Uh, and the last thing the last thing we're talking about with this Father Johnny Go episode was that connected to faith, it's not the same as knowledge. Why did I want this? Why did I want the knowledge? Why do I want my questions answered? Because I want to be at peace. It's not fun to have those questions and you're just like, oh my God, peace is not something you possess. That's what he said. Peace is not something you possess. It's something you pursue. Like just hearing that palang, I feel like that was such a, that was a powerful statement because hearing that palang, already I had that that small sigh of relief na parang, ah, ano? Because at the end of the day, you're not going to get to answer these questions. So, mm, be okay with it, diba? Be okay with having those questions. And, and that peace that you're, you know, you're really looking for and you're yearning for. Last episode I'm going to talk about is the one with Sir Temporal, Mr. Dennis Temporal, DT, your philosopher. We talked about happiness a lot. And I was going through, I am going through something that really crushed my happiness and really, you know, changed me. Going, you know, after go, going through, it's kind of awkward talking about this. Like going through a breakup, yeah, four and a half year relationship, like that stuff really shakes you in your core. And I'm smiles, and I'm I'm all smiles, and I laugh and stuff. But like, it's oh, it's hard. It's really hard to to go through it. Um, so I had the interview. I really wanted to know more about happiness because if you go through a breakup, magamang you're gonna be sad, diba? But I was thinking like, okay, maybe there's a better way to think about this. Maybe, you know, just like with faith, maybe there are things that I can I can tweak so that I get to do this efficiently and eventually not gonna be as sad anymore. With that episode, the first thing you said is the first thing we talked about is that happiness, you know, isn't the end goal. I always lived my life thinking that it's meant to be happy. What are my favorite moments? Oh, it's when I'm happy. What minutes of Anton's life are the ones that I would love to relive? The ones I would want to remember? We're the happy ones, obviously. And people chase happiness, and that is a natural thing. One eye, he said that it's not the end goal, but it's also natural to search for that happiness. Because there are other things in life that happiness may be a byproduct of it, but there's actually something deeper. Like if you search for um, if you if you search for wisdom in your life, if you search for meaning, when I make this podcast, with each episode that I make, it makes me happy to talk to people. It makes me happy if someone says, hey, I enjoyed this episode. I learned something from it. It makes me happy if there's a brand, if there's a sponsor. But I'm not doing it for the happiness that it gives me. I feel like this podcast is my way of making my mark in the universe um being able to speak my mind it's probably like my sort of purpose like you know how 
Your purpose in life is, the, my mom would say this, is the intersection of the gr- world's greatest need and your greatest passion. Like, I feel like this is, if it's not the main purpose of Anton Falso, I can say that right now, 24-year-old Anton, this is your purpose. So that's why I'm doing it. There are, and, and it makes me happy. But it's, 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 it's long-lasting. Eh? Happiness because it's fleeting. We might think, that, oh, if you're happy for this day, you know, you're going to be really sad. But then if you know, if you focus more on what I'm searching for is meaning, what you're searching for is wisdom. Like those things are long lasting. Uh, and you're not going to be as sad anymore. It's not, the, the experience of life isn't going to be as hassle if happiness isn't the main thing that you always want to look for and you always want to search for. Uh, this helped me. So there, it's, a, it's a reordering of, of priorities. Happiness is still way up there, but I'm okay with because when when I would think that magian if you're always searching for happiness I think that wow boring naman yan. why why because you wanna just work and earn money diba? like you want that to be your purpose because it shouldn't be happiness like I thought I thought that oh that's gonna be so sad naman hassle naman ng life not that fun life can still be life can be will be even more fun will be even less hassle and life will be even better if you get to reorganize it properly and not make happiness the main goal. I also had an interview, an episode with uh, Sir Bryson Bonsall, the happiness teacher. There are many ways to look at happiness. There are many ways to interpret it, to look at your life and understand, like, what am I supposed to do? Why am I feeling this way? Um, and relating to my experiences in 2020, if you go through a breakup, normally, I would have thought that I'm pretty sure what I would do is I'd go out, I'd, I'd distract myself because I thought that I, I live my life thinking that that's how you, that's how you cope with things. You you make yourself do other things, but with the pandemic, you're forced to just be by yourself and think about it and go through those unhappy moments. And oh my gosh, like when the pandemic shit hit the fan, I was like, yo, this is gonna be a hard year, and then. It got harder and harder and more challenging and, and more depressing. But I can say that I'm I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be where I am. I'm happy that I got I went through those experiences because I I like the version of myself now. Eh? And it's not although I've always been someone who's confident in myself, um it's not something I can it's not something I've gotten to say with much confidence and you know belief na I like this version of Anton. Uh I like this version of Anton, but there's still a lot I want to improve and I have to improve and I will improve this coming new year. Okay. Uh going back to Sir Temporals. Uh yun, so at the end of the day it helped me understand what it is I'm really looking for, help me try to understand it, and made me, you know, make me have that reordering and changing of priorities. There are still a lot more episodes. So I, I want to just run through the names of each person I interviewed. And I want to give you, if, you guys, if you're watching, I want to give a huge thank you for being a part of this journey with me. The, the beginning is really, I hope, I hope it's the toughest part because hey, if it gets tougher, that's going to be really tough. Uh, so thank you to Rain Matienzo, uh, Mr. Jose Marie Chan, Jana Mahusay, Father Johnny Go, EJ Nashon, uh, Sir Budget Tan, Miguel De Pianco, Sir Temporal, Sir Bryson Bonsol, 
Miguel Domingo, Sam Alvero, and the most recent one, Enzo Bonoan. Thank you guys for your time. Thank you for the lessons you you gave me. And there have been people who commented and would message me. When I say that, it's not like there's a hundred people, okay? But there have been people who messaged me saying thank you that they they did enjoy. They had they learned a bunch of stuff. So <clears throat> it's not just me who's learning. Thank God. It's there's there are positive effects that other people get to benefit from. Um so yeah, there's so much there's so much that I got to gain from twenty twenty. I I don't think that next year or although the pandemic is you know still exists, like the hit that humanity has taken, it's not gonna be the same next year. So we're not gonna go through the same metamorphosis phase. We knock on wood. Sanaman, masadong intense mangyare. Like if there's a colossal titan that's gonna appear out of nowhere, I don't know. But I do believe that 2020 equipped us better with tools and skills how to move on with life better. And especially with the use of technology. There's this new term, and my, my mom was talking about this. Uh, we usually say we usually say WFH, work from home. But it would be better if we could do a WFA, work from anywhere. And if kung kaya naman, diba? Let's do it. If we're getting to, like, we were forced to go on Zoom, do all the things, all the meetings we had to do on Zoom. Imagine, um, um, let's say I'm going to host an event and we have a pre-prod meeting or a meeting before the event. That could be like my main activity for the day. Like, okay, let's say the meeting is in Makati, so I'm not gonna schedule stuff now for that day. I'm gonna take time to travel going there, have the meeting for like an hour, an hour and a half, travel back, but there's not much time anymore to have another huge thing, so I'm not gonna plan any more events. But then now, it's, if you have a one hour meeting, you literally can wake up like 15 minutes before that meeting, and then you can schedule a meeting 15 minutes after that is totally unrelated. Like, there. Although we, it's it it's super hassle, the pandemic. We were forced to be more efficient with our time. What I'm hoping though is next year, you know, moving forward, is that companies we really continue focusing on ourselves more, focusing on our mental health, focusing on our well-being. We saw that 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 huge spike in people, you know, doing meditating, mindfulness. I did do a 21 day um, abundance like meditation challenge thing people have been doing yoga a lot um i i really hope that this trend i hope it's not a trend i hope it becomes a thing like it's normal it's like um if you talk about oh how are your finances doing how is your dental health doing how is your physical health doing how is your mental health like i want it to be i wish it's going to be one of the main aspects that we focus on because well, like, you have to you have to take care of it. Like if you don't take care of that one, although it's the pinaka ano kasi, it's the ninja one eh. Like kung hindi mo kung hindi mo agagaan yung mental health mo, hindi siya sobrang obvious na oh, the mental health needs help. Like compared to if you have a toothache, it's gonna hurt. So you're gonna you have no choice but to because you know but to attend to that because you know that the tooth is a problem. But then let's say you're going through, you know, mental problems, mental health problems. It can go out through your work. Like let's say I'm going through problems, how come I suck at interviewing? So I'm gonna just think it's a career thing. Oh, I suck at interviewing. What is it that I have to improve on interviewing wise? But 
if you look at the root, oh, maybe it's because you haven't been having enough sleep. Maybe you're going through a problem you haven't processed. That's why you aren't in the state that you should be when it comes to doing your work, when it comes to doing interviews. That's why it's... I used to think that it was selfish, like, oh, I'm going to take time for myself. But it's it's selfish because it's for yourself, but it's also selfless because you're going to just be a better person in general to all the people you interact with if you take care of yourself first. I mentioned that I did this 21-day abundance mindfulness challenge thing. And another lesson I want to I wanna share with my experience of 2020 is being present. Like being in the moment, like that's always something. If when you ask, like the happiest people are the people who, you know, have the ability to really be in the moment. Like I would mention before that I'm my happiest if where I want to be and where I need to be are the same. But what if where you want to be and where you need to be, you know, what if that's exactly where you are? And I've always been someone who loves going out, going to parties, hanging out with people. You know, just hanging out, vibing with other people. Like I think I got that aspect down. When it comes to being in the moment when I'm hanging out with people, I got that down. That's why I think that those are the best times ever. But let's be real. And I've know I know this now. If I'm gonna see someone, if I'm gonna get to hang out with someone, that's probably gonna be like once in the whole week. You have six days of not hanging out. So most of your life, most of my life is going to be spent not in parties, not in the fun stuff, the, the the moments I always crave for, the moments I always look for. The Most of my life is going to be spent in between. It's going to be spent working. It's going to be spent planning. It's going to be by myself. It's, you know, you have to be able to prioritize those things more. I already got the hanging out, partying activity down. I think I have to focus, be better when it comes to these different activities, especially like being with myself and and know that being in those moments you're not missing out like you are going to have those hangout times and I know that when I hang out this guy Anton Fausto knows how to hang out if you want to have the full experience of life you have to be good at that too you have to know how to hang out with yourself you have to know how to be okay with because mm, it's not that no one wants to talk to me. It's just that well, that's not the time you're going to spend in your life talking to people. I hope that made sense. It made more sense. I think it made more sense in my head. But again, be more present um, with, with whatever it is that you're doing. I still have that challenge today, especially with this bad boy right here, always looking at my phone, always looking at Instagram. But I can say confidently that there has been it, it I, I think I have a healthier relationship now with social media. Like I've been more I've gotten to become more at peace with seeing what other people are doing that I'm not doing. And we keep talking about boom, epiphany right now. We keep talking about how your social media is bad, because like you're always comparing yourself. But what if we learn how to master this? What if we learn how to behave around this phenomenon of social media. We are going to be the generation that is so used to seeing everyone's lives. We talk about how our parents have, you know, yeah, mom and papa probably had a, you know, happier childhood and, you know, growing up years because 
they didn't compare themselves. It's because they didn't see what all their peers were doing. The the person that they were classmates with for one year, diba? They probably don't know what, what's going on with that person's life. But we do. We have the power too. It's right here. It's right here. It's on our phones. We can we can easily search that. So if we get to I think it's gonna make us even stronger. Like if we get to, you know, work around it, imagine if we can still be happy despite seeing other people's lives. I think that's that's a better happiness. That's a better mindfulness and being at present and being happy with what you have. But that's if you get to eradicate the FOMO, eradicate the, you know, judging yourself and hating yourself because you are different from another person. Like, accept that you're different and everybody has their own different lives, have their own different tastes. Uh, I want to give a shout out also to Colin Sagao, who I had a lot of solid conversations with this year. Helped me realize this. Gotta give respect uh, to where, where these ideas come from. It's not just from me. People just, you do your own thing. Right? If someone's gonna judge you because you like something that other people don't like, right? just just like it. And if if you see that you're, the way you're living your life is different from the way people are living their lives, that's how it's supposed to be. You don't have the same life as anyone and you're not supposed to have the same life as anyone. Uh, so yeah, again, there's so much to gain from 2020. It has been a shit show. It has been... I would I, I used to say like it's the worst year. Um, but when it comes to self-growth, when it comes to learning about yourself, gotta say that this is the best year. It's the one that I thought the most. And I learned the most so far. I hope to continue doing so. Um, so yeah, before I end this episode, just a few updates. Um, next year, 2021, gonna keep doing these, gonna keep um, these interviews coming up. I do wanna announce that my next episode uh, coming out the new year is with my good friend, Mr. Edward Barber, VJ Edward, that's right. He has a movie coming up. Uh, it's called Princess Daya Reese, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, got a bunch of interviews lined up. Got some special things in store. Very excited to share those things. Uh, so yeah, the podcast, I would say, podcast is doing good. Hopefully, get to replace this microphone soon. Um, hmm, is there anything else? I feel like that's it. So if you've reached this far, thank you very much. Please know that you are part of this journey. You are part of this podcast. And I do love to keep hearing from you guys. Leave it in the comment section. Message me. Follow us. Follow us. That's just me. Follow me um, at Antonon1 on Instagram. And my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Hosting for more updates and the like. So yeah. Wishing you guys very happy. Hmm, maybe not happy. Wishing you a meaningful new year. Hopefully, you get to look back at what the year has taught you and bring the lessons to 2021. Peace out.